Section twenty one of Perfumes and Their Preparation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Perfumes and Their Preparation by George William Askison. Chapter twenty one Hygienic and Cosmetic Perfumery. Perfumery is not merely called upon to act as an aesthetic direction and gladden the senses. It has another and more important aim, that is, to aid in some respects the practice of medicine. It is not necessary to point out that in this sense, too, it acts in an aesthetic way, for health and beauty are one and inseparable. The field relegated to perfumery with reference to hygiene is extensive, comprising the care of the skin the hair and the mouth but we also find in commercial perfumery articles which possess no medicinal effect and serve merely for beautifying some parts of the body for instance paints and hair dyes as it is not possible to separate perfumes with hygienic effects from cosmetics we shall describe the latter in connection with the former to repeat Hygienic perfumery has to deal with such substances as have really a favourable effect on health. No one will deny that soap takes the first place among them. Soap promotes cleanliness, and cleanliness in itself is essential to health. But it would exceed the scope of this work were we to treat in detail of the manufacture of soap and its employment in the toilet. We must confine ourselves to some specialities exclusively made by perfumers, and into the composition of which soap enters. We do so the more readily, since perfumers are but rarely in a position to make soap, and in most cases find it more advantageous to buy the raw material, that is, ordinary good soap, from the manufacturer, and to perfume it. Next to soap in hygienic perfumery, stands the so-called emulsions and creams or creme which are excellent preparations for the skin and pertain to the domain of the perfumer the human skin consists of three distinct parts the deepest layer the subcutaneous cellular tissue which gradually changes into true skin the corium or true skin the thickest layer and the superficial scarf skin or epidermis which is very thin and consists largely of dead and dying cells. These are continually shed and steadily reproduced from the corium. The skin contains various depressions, namely the sudoriparous glands, which excretes sweat, the sebaceous glands, which serve the purpose of covering the skin with fat and thereby keep it soft, glossy and supple, and lastly the hair follicles, which contain the hairs, an appendage to the skin. The main object of hygienic perfumery with reference to the skin is to keep these glandular organs in health and activity. It effects this by various remedies which, besides promoting the general health, improve the appearance of the skin. As a special group of preparations is intended exclusively for the care of the skin, so another class is devoted to the preservation of the hair, and still another to the care of the mouth, and its greatest ornament, the teeth accordingly the preparations belonging under this head will be divided into three groups those for the skin the hair and the mouth end of section twenty one